Clinician Insider is a bi-monthly series centering conversations within the clinical community that promote personal and professional growth. On this episode, Drs. C. Michael Gibson and Zubin Demania, also known as Z-Dog, discuss returning medicine to its healing origins. One time, my son, he was doing research, and they said, you know, he needed some blood drawn, and mm. he put the tourniquet on. He has veins about this big. I went to go stick the vein, mm. and my daughter said, Dad, what are you doing? You're not a doctor. You're an artist. Oh, <laughs> what a compliment. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was the best. That's you know? so and, awesome. Yeah, because we don't have any medical books at, at home, and she has just, anytime I'm home, all she sees me doing is painting, see, so she perceives me, she can't see me as a doctor. That, that's it. really funny because that's, I have the same thing. My kids don't see me as a doctor, but my wife is a practicing radiologist. Yeah. And so they always ask her the medical questions. Yes. I'm yeah. hurt. I'm like, I'm an internist. Hold on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what, what am I? What am I? And I was like, no, you're a rapping clown on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. well, that's cool too, but yeah. it doesn't feel the same yeah, as yeah. all the med school I went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So you pursue art and the humanities and all that out of your own interest? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my mother, my mother was, is an artist. And wow. um, I always noticed that she got worse when she would go to class, you know, so I always made a promise to myself that I wasn't going to go get formal training because she'd get, lose her confidence. You know? Oh, yeah. Because so they overthink and they, they overthink. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so I grew up with the paint, the smell of oil paint in the house, and she, I wasn't a great drawer, but I was really good at painting, yeah. which was a different way of making shape rather than linear, uh -huh. and I was good at painting clouds, and she always said to me, you know, once you paint a cloud, you never look at a cloud the same way again. And so then in my research, I was painting angiograms, and then there's this cloud to die. Yeah. You know, the die had yeah, to go somewhere. Yeah. The cloud to die went into the muscle. And so that's how I came up with this thing called the myocardial perfusion, into the muscle flow. So it was really painting that cloud. And so your art, my art, in so many ways did inform all my discoveries about blood flow, how you measure blood flow, how you measure flow into the muscle. But that's science. Who cares about science? I mean, much more important is the human aspect. And the reason I paint, I paint doctors a lot, and you know this too, is we've been turned in, we've been commoditized. Uh, and to re-elevate the personhood of these people and their, their humanity, you know, every little spot on their face, right? We've lost that. We went into medicine not, it was maybe a little bit for the science of medicine, but for the art of medicine, yeah. people like you and I. And I just want to see us get back to the art of medicine. Man, that's beautiful and inspiring. And it makes me think about, there is the intersection of art and science. I think they serve each other. But even just art for its own sake as a physician or a healthcare professional is so important because we have to remember, like what I see of you right now, you know, a suit and a face, and we're connecting. It's not what I look like at home, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an icon. It's mm -hmm. a construction in a construction. my own. It's a mask. It's a mask. What's right. inside there, only right. you have access to. Right. How do you bring that out for others to see what's in your mind? When you painted that cloud of the dye, 
it, it brought out something that was an internal experience and externalized it for others to share. Yes. And I think what you said about doctors where we've been commoditized, yeah. they've sucked away the connection. Correct. So the way we're sitting right now, even now, looking eye to eye, we're seeing past the mask a little bit into what's actually going right. on. That's a magical thing. If we can do that with our patients, right. the thing is we treat our patients like the mask. Right. Like they're the icon and we're right. manipulating them on a desktop. But yeah. we, we are forgetting the, the other dimension of that, which is their own internal conscious experience, which is so important. And it, that, we talk about it in terms of placebo effect and COMT alleles and things like that. But it is a fundamental piece of it. Yeah. And you don't have to be woo-woo like Deepak Chopra or anything weird. You just have to take care of patients for a day and you realize that that's yeah. an important part. Well, we've taken 10 to 25% of the treatment effect off the table by not being a healer, by not using the placebo effect to our advantage, you know, by our excess focus on detached concern. Yes, I understand that. I understand that in a cath lab, you can't get overly emotive and, or you're going to, you know, be overwhelmed by emotion mm -hmm. at a moment when you have to do something technical and everything. Very different, yeah. Very different. But when you're sitting in that office with the patient, they're really looking for context of what's going on. They're really looking for someone to to feel with them, mm. uh, and you're right, I think the five minute visit and everything, the EHR and the screen between, you know, it's just all a disaster, I mean. It is, it is, and the thing is, it's all fixable, it's all fixable. Mm -hmm. I, I, yesterday I interviewed Sam Shem, Stephen yeah, Bergman. Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he is passionate about this. Yes. That, that we've gone from this kind of beautiful connection, even in his House of God days, yeah. to this just dehumanization. And, and mm -hmm. we together have to resist it. We have to right. stand up together as a tribe. You know, right. we are this very powerful group that has been defanged. Yes. And I think we need With to bring the corporatization. Our, corporatization, yeah, that's really yeah, what it is. And look, yeah. look, look, I love America. I love corporations. Sure. But for the practice of medicine, unless they're serving the fundamental relationship, they're doing a disservice. Right. And, in, and it's hard to turn them. It's hard for individuals not to get lost in that matrix. And it is like a matrix. It's just right. zeros and ones. You're like, I have to bill, I have to code, I have to document. I mean, lawyers aren't their own court reporters most of the time. Right. And yet that's what they're asking us to do. Right. If we could be there with the patient and s somebody like yourself who's doing these interventional procedures, you're right. That's a different space, another kind of sacred space. But then, then afterwards, sitting with the patient or before, right. and it's so much more healing occurs in that right. interaction. Right, right, right. Varghese and others have talked about this. Yeah. People always say to me, why, why are you doing, the, what are you doing when you're doing this at mm. the end of the case, mm. rubbing the patient's chest and talking to them, you know? And I do think people, they still want that healing touch, you know? They it's really lovely. It, you know? It's lovely. It's an exchange of experience mm -hmm. because that little bit of pressure, that warmth, mm -hmm. it's, it's you affecting an experience in me and that experience has physiologic ramifications because right. right. the physiology is a manifestation. It's one thing, really. I, I, don't, I don't even talk about mind-body connection anymore. I talk about mind-body. It's just it's this continuum. Right. So we treat all of it in an integrated way and you don't have to fall for charlatans and woo sure. and pseudoscience. It's sure. just a good framework on how humans interact with each other. I agree. Mm. How are we going to do this? How are we going to how are we going to heal medicine? You're already on Twitter crushing the game, spreading the word as much as you can. We create a virtual tribe on social media, which we've tried to do, where we have these discussions and we kind of broadcast this thing. We have meetups like this sure. where people exchange these ideas. Juan uh, Coronado was asking me on the earlier show, what can we do at big organizations like TCT? I'm like, well, you need to have these 
sort of swirling groups where yeah. people start to exchange these ideas, the humanity of medicine, right. Schwartz rounds, these kind of things where people yeah. are really connecting with what it means to be a doctor because that purpose, when it's sucked away, right. you're much more likely to end up on the dialysis of moral injury, which is burnout. Yes, yeah. sure, sure. Well, I think we need to create some sacred places within conventions like this where people like I'd bring a I'd bring a canvas and I'd start painting and mm. you know just people come up we'd start talking and uh, maybe journals dedicated to physicians who do rap who do art who mm. do something other than medicine to mm. bring back some of that you, you know who does a great job I'm going to give him a shout out in Dublin uh, or actually in Galway Ireland there's a doc Ronan Kavanaugh who runs a conference called dot med and the whole purpose of that conference is to shine a light on the humanity within medicine. He does it in this beautiful old theater, and I had the privilege of getting to speak there. And the doctors come to re-energize right. the why. Right. They don't come to learn how to, you know, do a, you know, in how what French, you know, catheter we're going to use for this. It's more that that heart of it, and it, it's a beautiful thing yeah. to see them together. And they open up, and people mm -hmm. behave in ways that are unprofessional because you know they're mm -hmm. crying and they're connecting. Sure. It's a beautiful sure. thing. Sure. Yeah. Well, good to be back in California. I lived out here for three years, and so I view it as my second home. So. And you're at Harvard now, are you? Oh God, don't let's not go there. I mean, my wife yeah. is a is a heart, and she never lets me forget it. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like a Berkeley guy. Dude, good seeing you. What a pleasure, man. Right, really good to, to connect. All right. Yeah. Thanks again. Take care. Dick yeah. Dog. Good seeing you all there. Catch new episodes of Clinician Insider on the 15th and 30th of every month. Follow us on Twitter to join the conversation at Clinician Inside, and send us your topic suggestions at clinicianinsider at crf.org. Thanks for listening.